Welcome. Thank you for joining once again. Now back to the story. Chapter 7. My work is never done. Once at the camp, Ludadol fell to the ground. She's panting. My nails are still digging into the woman's neck, and I don't think I can control my angle. Band-Aid and Flyer rushed over to aid Ludadol. Foreman, Rose, and Lilium turned and watched me before looking down over to the woman who I'm holding. They were standing at a table, looking over a map of the area. Maybe they were looking for us. Who is this? Lilium had been the one to ask. My job here is finished. My voice dropped as everyone eyed the woman. Your job? I nodded. I pushed the woman forward. She moaned in pain before giving me a face. You have been gone for half a day. Where have you been? Foreman stepped closer and looked down at me. Do I look like the person you should be worried about? He stepped back. Give me a phone and chain her up somewhere. Gearless and range, who were two of the strongest people, stepped closer to Tegel. I turned to Ruse, who had been working on some pieces. Hand me that, will you? He handed me a screwdriver. I turned bef- I nodded before turning and stabbing the woman in the neck. Her body jolted. She coughed and reached up with a broken hand. Her body shook. I broke the handle as she fell. Everyone around me took a few steps back. This will keep her at bay. I reached over, grabbing the phone from Foreman. I pushed in some numbers and moved it to my ear. It rang and someone picked up. Hello? Who is this? It's Lane. He sounds busy. I'm done. Chain? I looked over to the werewolf and where they were bringing her. Yes, I'm done. I took care of the wolves. Two are still alive. They won't change so they can be used to get information. There was a pause. I'll send people your way. Can you hold off until then? I closed my eyes. I can, but there are some people who I've scaled, so please do hurry. I understand. I'll be there soon. He hung up as I moved the phone down before looking away. My eyes had went back down in my hands. There was blood on them. My eyes closed. My show had been no different. It's now nighttime, and I don't feel all that great. Are you okay? It was Flower's voice. I couldn't move. I could only think of keeping the pain at bay. Kale for Voodoo Doll. That was all I could think about. That's all I could say to the matter at hand. I felt pain. I didn't feel good. I wasn't okay. But I didn't need to be. Chain. Here I got you something. I looked up to Demetrius. He's a faded black chain, one I still have pieces of. He moved it over my neck. It reaches down to my mid-chest. He stepped back, getting a better look at me. How does it feel? He almost sounds pleased with himself. It's fine. But why do I have to wear a chain? He chuckled at my question. Do I even need to answer that? My mind went back to how he thinks I am his. Did he have to mark me in order to let them know? Is it because I'm a pet? And whoever states so is wrong. He looked away, waving his arm about. You are what is called a half. A half? I questioned. Yes, a half. He sounds overjoyed with his words. What is a half? I had not seen one. I had only seen slaves, demons, and pets. A half is half demon, half slave. You are the power of demons or even devils. You can do as you please, as you see fit, but you are still a slave. You follow order, my orders, and will always fall into place with my plans. He grinned. I felt my skin grow cold. He had a plan, but why me? What made me so better than the others? I looked away over to the window that overlooks his area, an area where he puts demons, slaves, pets, and beasts to work. He controls this whole area of hell, and no one could touch him. Why aren't I a pet, then? I looked back to him. He thought it over for a moment. Because I have four better plans for you, Chain. He reached over and rubbed the top of my head. But he must have seen my discomfort, because he knelt down. What's the matter? I closed my eyes. It's nothing. You have done so much for me, but why? I was meant to be killed, so why? You have been staring into death's eyes and telling them off. You got stabbed from your own blood, and you overpowered those in front of you and ran. You took being a demon as getting free. 
getting away from you, Hale. He almost sounds disappointed with me asking why he saved me or changed me into this thing. Why is that? He moved away from me, waving his arm about. You are perfect in every way, and you don't even know it yet. Maybe it's the fact that no chains are holding you down, bonding you to this void. Maybe it's the fact that you have a human heart so beating within that your mind is of a devil. I never thought about it. Did he see me as such thing? A human heart, but mind of a devil? Did I know that already, or was he wrong? I wouldn't... I wouldn't know, because I didn't listen to him. I should have. Chain? My eyes blinked before looking over to Benton. Good, you were spacing out for a bit. He chuckled before looking away. Over to Jackie. She is taking the woman wolf away. She is pushing her back into a black, armored truck. What is going on inside your head? Benton had questioned. I looked over to him. My past. His mouth shut fast. He toned away, not trying to think about it. Did you find the other one? The one I killed? The other one? You mean the one in the old wheelhouse? Yes. He reached over to the table. You forgot your things, though. He picked up my jacket and glasses. I took both. You should sit back down. I toned my head. Lane is standing there watching me. How long had I been standing here? How long did it take them to get here? Why is that so? I questioned. Look at you, bloody and cut up. What am I going to do with you? I grinned, which made his skin crawl. We both know that you can't do much for me. He shook his head and rolled his eyes before walking away. Was that broken screwdriver your walk chain? Benton had asked. Of course. Is there a problem? No, not at all. Just didn't think you would do something that wrong to a beast. I felt my eyebrows push together, and my job wouldn't have been finished. He studied me for a long moment. You're a difficult person to handle, chain. I looked away. I'm a whale. Do you want a doctor to look at you? I looked down. I'm fine. This isn't even my blood. I'll be fine with just a shower. Benson slowly nodded before looking away. You do enjoy your showers. He stepped away. I'll be over there. He then walked off. I turned my head, seeing laser watch from far. I moved my glasses on my face and sighed. I threw my jacket over one shoulder and walked over to Lazel. It was fun, wasn't it? Lazel laughed, trying to be funny. Stay out of trouble, kid. He shook his head and chuckled. Yeah, I hear ya. You better, because if I hear you causing anyone trouble, I'll have to come back and teach you another lesson. He smiled warmly, almost as if he looked up to me in a way. I snickled before patting his back. You're a good kid. Keep it up. There are some people here that will need your help. Don't let it go all to waste now. He watched me for a long moment, wrapping his mind around what I had just said. I won't. I know that I belong here. He's paused. Hey, Chain? I looked away. Yeah? He had looked down. Come back sometime. We'll be waiting to greet you. And if you don't, we'll come find you. I smiled and shook my head. Yeah, because that will be the day. I reached into my front pocket, feeling some cards. I pulled some out. There in my hand is a small business card that states the address and number to call if you need help. In big letters it states Demon Bone, and under it states, Have a pest? We exterminate. Lazel, he toned and looked up to me. Here, call this number or go to this address if you need anything. He took one of the small cards before looking at it and flipping it over to see more information. Thanks. I will. I'll see you around. I waved my hand before walking over to the armored truck. Jackie and Benton are standing there watching as two other men load up the other werewolf. What's the news? I questioned. Both toned to me. You're dying, Chain. Jackie states in a serious but worried voice. I rolled my eyes. She chuckled and leaned on the truck. I'm being serious. Her laughter died just as fast. I was too. She laughed a bit more before stepping away over to another car, which isn't an ugly color like the others. Benson, I looked over to him. He looked away. Don't drag me into this. We both know she's insane. She moved, reaching over to him before smacking the back of his head. Hey, I'm not insane. She smacked him again. Enough. Let's get on the road. Lane states. I look over to him. He sighed and hit the back of the armor truck. 
Something wrong, I eyed him. He toned back to me before sighing once again. Nothing, just wondering how you got all of them before a week. He stepped away. It's because I'm a half, and they smelt me out from the town. He slowly nodded, trying to understand, but we both knew he couldn't. I heard Jackie chuckling even more before pulling the car door open and getting in. Let's just get going, she shouted before slamming the door shut. Once in the back of the car, my mind went wandering. My eyes stayed on the window, scanning the tops of the trees as we passed them. Ben sat in the front with Lane, Jackie sat in the back with me. Lane is driving, following behind the IMO truck, and I am right behind Benson, who stayed quiet. My mind went blank as my body eased. I didn't know if it was the pain or just my mind, or that I finished my mission, but I felt at ease, which didn't make sense because Jackie's next to me and I never felt eased with her around. My mind went back to Voodoo Doll. She had been in danger and it's all because I had gotten close to her. Of course I blame myself and no one could tell me different. I am a dangerous person that no one should get close to. It feels as if death is still wrapping around me, waiting to steal everyone who is near me away. And I am just letting him get away with it. As if I owe him souls. He has all the exits and is sitting in front of the last door asking if you would like to play vocal. He wants you to gamble your soul away, but he should already know that my soul was never meant to be his. I was already in hell even before I had gotten killed or changed. I sighed and looked down, seeing Demetrius smile up to me. He looks like a small child that found a small animal and wants to keep it. I looked away. What is it, Demetrius? His smile never left his face as I pushed myself up. I had been sitting on a tree looking down into the town that we had found. Could you just come down here for a second? I looked back to the small town. We're back in I looked back to the small town. We're back in the island. I looked down to the Saint. I looked down. I looked back to the small town. We were back on the island that we had crashed onto. My stomach's wrapped up. It's healing, and I would just want to be left alone. The woman had ran off and hid in the church, if I believe. It better not be something stupid. I moved one foot off the tree and fell to the ground below. His eyes are of a human, and he has a new shirt on. Where did he get it? Did he steal it from a clothesline? Nothing like that. He'll put this on. He moved over a new shirt, one that is plain in color, and buttons up. I fold the old shirt off and button the new one on. Where did you get these clothes? He eyed me, telling me not to ask. Never mind. I looked away over to the town. There was some music playing. They were dancing and singing about something. What do you want to show me? He waved his hand and I followed behind him. We walked through the trees and bushes. He pushed some branches out of the way. We had stepped onto an old path, one that is old and needs a good cleaning. He toned his smile is still there, which doesn't put me at ease. We walked down the path until he stopped at an old stone building, one you would find at a graveyard. He pushed on the wall and walked around until he stands in front of a door. One that is old wood and is slowly rotting. Why are we here? He had shushed me before pushing the door open. I leaned closer as he opened it, slowly. He leaned in, looked around before looking back to me. Stay quiet and stay low. His voice is soft. He was never one to stay soft-spoken. Why? He shushed me again before his stepping into the stone building. I followed him behind him, staying low and quiet. Not like I needed to stay low. Once within the building, Demetrius... Once within the building, Demetrius closed the door behind me. The thing Demetrius is standing next to is a young siren, one who shouldn't even be alive. I hated knowing that humans thought they could get away with things. Good. Leave heel. We need to get back. I told him back to the door. Chain. I stopped before looking back to them. She is shaking. She has long black hair that looks damp. Her skin is an off color of blue, almost pale blue with a mix of tan. Her eyes are blue and black. Her teeth are all sharp. She looks like a small child. You brought me here to see a hybrid. They locked her up here. 
Well, what? So they can dance and sing about... So they can dance and sing about how they kept the sirens away. I inhaled before looking away. I bet you want to. Chain. I stopped. Dimitri's voice is soft but harsh. I looked back to him. He stood up. His hand is still holding onto the silence. His eyes lock onto mine. Do you understand how hard it is to give birth to a hybrid? Do you see the mother or father? I looked around the room. There were some old bones, old dishes, old broken chains, and a small window that goes outside. What does this have to do with us? I questioned, not trying to get into the silence problem. It has everything to do with us, because our lives mean something. She didn't ask to get born into this ward. She was locked up in here while the townspeople dance and sing about an old old time where sirens ruled over them, how they won against them, but history is always written in the winner's favor. I watched them. So? Their history states that they drove out the sirens from this land, so they dance and sing about their history. But their history is dark and a cruel one, where they lock up sirens who had lived on this land before them. They treated them like animals and slaves. They mated with the women, and over time they gave both to her, the last of her kind. I felt my skin get cold. Last of her kind. There were more sirens. He shushed me before moving his hands over the sirens' ears, which were pointed. She looked up to him before looking over to me. She is the last hybrid of this area. She is the last of the sirens that were forced in the human ward. Yes, there were sirens in hell and everywhere else, but sirens started here and humans have been hunting them for years. This town believes they have won, but all they have done is ruined her life. Demetrius looked evil. So, what do you want to do? Fight the whole town? You can roll over anything you want, and no one will stand in your way. Make those who have hurt you feel pain. Make your own path and follow it because no one can stop you now. You are a silent who will change the course of history. Don't let this old man tell you what to do. You know what you can do, what you can hold. Show them all who you should feel. Why shine? She smiled, her teeth are sharper than I had first thought. Her tongue is pale blue, almost like her skin. So, let's go show them. I looked at Demetrius. Isn't that what you wanted? He looked surprised by my words. You wanted her to stand up and take actions for what they have done. You want people to feel your power. He shook his head. No, you want people to feel you. Just like you always wanted. I felt a small grin come to my face. I toned and pulled the door open. Let's go make history, Siren. She moved closer and grabbed onto my hand. Her fingers are freezing, but it's nice in this hot weather. My eyes rolled as I shook my head. I snapped out of my memory and looked over to find Jackie sleeping. Her window is covered by a blanket. Benson is driving, the sun is high in the sky. How long have I been out? How long have we been on the road, and why aren't we had- How long have we been on the road, and why haven't we gotten back? It should have only been a short drive. I pushed myself up, my jacket moved. I pushed my glasses on my face and ran my hand over my pant pocket. There was something inside. I reached over and grabbed out cards. Why did I have business cards in my pocket? The card is an old, dark color of blue with gold lining. In big letters, it reads Demon Poem. Under the name, it reads The Church Has Nothing on Us. Under the logo, there is a tree of life. Off in the bottom corner is the owls and dress of some buildings. I flipped over the card and there at the top reads Pest Control and then has a list of pests we deal with, which of course are demons, werewolves, sirens, vampires, etc. There is also a little bit of information on the back. I shook my head and looked over to the other cards. They were all the same, other than the world's under demon poem. The other cards have different things written. The others read, Monster on your bed? No problem. And, Your problem? No more. Who wrote these? And why are they so weird? I looked up to Ben, who rubbed the back of his neck. I moved the cards onto the floor and leaned close to him. Where are we? He jolted before looking back to me. I didn't know you were awake. He looked back to the road. 
There's a long line of cars, looking like it goes on for miles. I looked around inside. How long have we been sitting here? I looked behind us. There were more cars. I can't see the ammo truck. About two hours or so. I don't know what's going on. He sounds tired, laying sleeping in the seat in front of me. I leaned closer, looking out the front window. When was the last time they were up? Then thought about it before looking down at the time. I lost track. Lena went to sleep when we first came up to this. Where's the truck? The truck is up there in front of the semi. He looked back at me, almost worried about me. What's with all the questions? Usually I like this chatty. I've rolled my eyes. Not to you. He nodded slowly. You don't have to be rude. He looked away. Just lay back and relax a bit. I'm always rude, and I've been a relax for far too long. I'll be back. Where are you going? I looked out in front of me at the long line of cars. Whoever did this was looking to go to hell. His voice took me by surprise. He sounded rude and bitter, which didn't fit well with me, seeing that I had taken down the wolves. Any trouble so far? He sighed, almost annoyed with me being here. No, just this traffic jam, some idiot in the middle of the road. He hit the door. I stepped closer and climbed onto one of the steps of the truck and knocked on the window. There were two men inside. Both have guns and ammo. They looked fearful of me. I smiled warmly as one rolled down the window. Tell us if there was anything. I'll take care of the things in the back if it comes to it. He looked over me. Sure you will. I watched him. He had no reason to get bitter with me. I'm not in the mood for your bitterness. I get enough of it at Demon Poe. Be lucky I don't let the werewolves run for you. I lean close to him with each world. Be glad I don't kill you. He had shut his mouth and just sat there. I stepped down. Brat. I twitched. I reached up and grabbed the side of the door and pulled myself up, almost into the truck. I moved my glasses and locked my eyes onto him. He went pale. His eyes went wide and the driver of the truck looked away almost as if he didn't want to be in this truck. It's a waste that I don't kill humans anymore. My voice dropped. His skin crawled. The truck went silent. Thank you for the warning, soul. It was the driver who had spoken. I moved my glasses back over my eyes and leaned back. No problem. I leaned back and hit the back of the truck and headed back to the car. I pulled the door open and got back in. I pushed my back against the seat and closed my eyes before sighing. How'd it go? Ben had to see that I was annoyed. I think you need to look for someone new. He chuckled at the thought. You scare them that badly? I thought it over. The man had a bit old tone. I didn't favor it. You might need to order some new pants for the man. Ben shook his head. Who would have known? I looked to the window. How long until we get back to Demon Home? Ben shrugged his shoulders. We're going to HQ first. Lane was worried about the truck and wolves, so we followed behind them. He didn't think he would leave them alive. I set up. That's why he's so upset? I can go and kill them if you want. He shook his head. I think you did the right thing. Everyone should be able to live. I felt my skin go cold. Demetrius's words came back to my mind. I don't do this job just to kill. I want to help people, even if they aren't human. I rolled my eyes. How noble of you. I moved and... I moved, getting comfortable. So, HQ? He nodded. I don't know where it is, but I'm just following. Lane told me that it's a few hours more than the exit if we get past here. I looked away. I'm surprised Lane told you anything. Benton did a fake laugh before shaking his head. It's you he keeps things from. I leaned back. Sure. I rolled my eyes and sighed. Chain? I looked up and looked around. Did you say something? My tone is shaky. No? Why do you sound so spooked? I looked to the window. Spooked is for Halloween. This is a different feeling. One I don't want. I felt my mind pull and push at the thoughts passing my mind. I hated this feeling. How could I heal him? He shouldn't be in my head. So it's got you shaken up, I eyed Benton. What? Who said that? Are you 80? He shook his head. Okay, then why are you so scared? Did I feel scared? Chain. It had gotten louder. Does the radio work by chance? He nodded. It does. I reached over and turned it on. 
I changed the channel to the traffic news. Why the traffic report? Benton questions I shushed him. Route 87, Highway 76, and Highway 209 are closed for files. I rolled my eyes and listened. There was a shutdown on Route 8. There was a man blocking traffic. People were on site trying to remove him. Then it repeats itself. I toned it off and leaned back before sighing. Fucking hell. I rubbed my face before pushing myself up. What are you doing? I grabbed the handle once again before looking over to Benton. How much further is the exit? He thought for a moment. About a mile? Why? I opened the door. Where are you going? I'll be back. I'm going to deal with the problem at hand. I look back to Benson. Bake me up when you see me. This idiot has caused far more chaos than I would like. He nodded slowly. I'll stop and pick you up when I see you. Have fun. Yeah, fun. I rolled my eyes and closed the door before starting down. I rolled my eyes and closed the door before starting walking down the road. I rolled my eyes and closed the door before starting down the road. I closed my eyes and started. I rolled my eyes and closed the door before starting down the road. Kane, don't go. You don't have to go. Dimitri is holding onto my pant leg, begging me to stay. He looks saddened and halt. I can't. You know that, Demetrius. This won't work. You are broken and can't hold me back from going. Please, let me leave in peace. His fingers tightened, his eyes closed. He didn't want to let go. He couldn't. He inhaled slowly before letting go and looking up to me. I'm sorry I was too weak for you. His eyes are getting full of tears, and he looks broken. I should be the one to apologize. Goodbye, Demetrius. The memories won before I had walked off leaving him alone and broken. He lost his way and I had overcome him. I stepped over him. I had brought him to his knees and had told him that he was nothing without me. I atoned his worlds against him and used it to my own gain. But I had been tricked. I had been shoved into a cage, one full of pain and suffering, one I could not escape from. No one could help me and I had been alone, but I had gotten... No one could help me. I had been... No one could help me. I had been alone, but I had done so in order to get free. No one could help me. I had been alone, but I had done so in order to get set free. I would be used before someone I cared about gets hope. I shook the thought from my mind and looked up. I can see the exit sign. I can see the police cars. I can even see some officers trying to call in for help. Not like they would need help with an old man. It took some so it took some time to get up to them. One officer stopped me. You can't go any further. You should get back to your car. We have this under control. He sounds as if he has already stated this to someone here before. I eyed him before looking around. I can handle this. Get back in your car and go get some donuts. His eyes twitched as I look over to the overpass. There was an old man shouting about. There was glass everywhere and the police car next to me has some broken glass on the hood. What? The officer's tone is annoyed. I look back to him. Let me handle this. I reached into my front pocket, hoping for one last business card, and I was in luck. I moved the card out of my pocket and over to the man. He took it and looked down at it. Pest control? You deal with pests? I nodded. What kind of name is Demon Bone? I moved my glasses off my eyes a bit and locked them on his. He's wearing worn clothes that is a bit too big for his body. His hair is long and doty blonde. He has a beard that goes past his neck. He's, he's waving around a half-empty bottle. Come back to me. His voice is harsh. I'm sorry. He looked down. His eyes hold pain and regret. Please come back. He leaned over and threw up right where he stood. I shook my head and stepped close to him. And he looks like he loves that. I reached over and punched him in the face. He fell back and hit the road. He rubbed his face and looked up at me. 
his eyes wide with surprise that someone was this close to him without him knowing. Get over yourself. He rubbed his cheek, his eyes still locked onto mine, wondering if I was even real. This is what you do? Drink and shout about? You will bring in chaos to this void. I took off my glasses and rubbed my eyes. How am I supposed to know that you wanted me to come back? How was I to know that you needed me? I had a right to leave and never come back. This is the very reason, Demetrius. You are a sorry man. I panted. I am panting, but my worlds are getting to him. I was right. You are nothing without me. Chain, you're real. You're heal. He sounds human. I was washed over with sorrow. Of course I'm heal, you blockhead. I sighed and looked over the police cars. They moved in their cars, seeing that I'm handing along. I sighed and looked over to the police officers. They moved in their cars, seeing that I am handling this old man in front of me. Stand up. You came for me? I looked down to him. I can't just let you sit around in the middle of traffic. I have a job to do. Now if you don't mind, I need to get you up and follow me to the side of the road. He looked around, looking at the other officers. What do you want from me? I felt pain by his words. I had no right to be here with him. I want you to get up. He nodded before pushing off the ground, but he had fallen. I reached down and grabbed his arm and pulled him up over to the side of the road. He smells like old socks mixed with something else. What happened to you? I pushed his arm over one shoulder and looked away. A fight with a werewolf. I'll tell you about it later. Let's just get out of the road. The officers pulled their cars out of the way and started down the highway. The cars started passing us. Some honked and flipped us off. I waved at a few and retoned the gesture of the middle finger. Like old times, huh? I looked up to Demetrius. His eyes were soft, but full of pain. I felt the same. He leaned over to the top. He le He's leaning over the top of me and smiled. He's leaned over the top of me and smiled. He's leaned over the top of me and smiling. Yes, it does. Only I was the one holding you up. He chuckled. I didn't enjoy his laugh. It sounded weak and human. I shouldn't have left you. I looked down. I felt weak and almost human like Demetrius next to me. I felt his hand on the top of my head, almost like old times. I looked over to him. He has a warm, friendly smile on his face, one that made my chest tighten. You had every right to leave us. I couldn't hold you down forever. He exhaled, bleeding in my face. How much did you even drink? He chuckled and coughed. He looked almost green. I leaned back. Never mind, don't answer that. Just don't try to breathe on me, okay? He looked down at me. Your heartless chain. I didn't like the feeling in my chest. That's how it is now. I looked away. Old man. I'm not that old, am I? He sounds like a drunken old man. Have you looked into a meal? What meal? He looked around. I rolled my eyes as the armor truck moved by us. Worry about it. Don't worry about it. You will make yourself throw up again. He rubbed his mouth. Too late, he chuckled. I looked to the road. I can see Benton driving closer. Why did you come after me? I hold you in my head. You sound like you did before. Less than you do now. I eyed him. Sorry, his hand is still on his mouth. Don't be. I was the one who left. Benton pulled the car to the side of the road and unlocked the door. I looked down at Demetrius and pulled the door open. I helped Demetrius into the car then got in myself. I closed the door and looked over to Benton, who's watching me and the old man next to me. You telling me that we'll bring this bum with us? I nodded and pulled my seatbelt. Yes, I don't have much of a choice. He could just order me to help him, if he knew the power he held. Benton's eyes widened as he looked over the bum next to me. You mean to tell me that this is- I nodded. Please drive. We don't have all day. He turned and pulled into the road. I closed my eyes and leaned back. End of chapter 7. This is a walk of fiction and an original walk. The characters on land is made up.